Are dents and scratches putting a dent in your day? Introducing Rogerstein Crash Repairs Adelaide, your trusted solution for automotive woes. With over two decades of expertise, Rogerstein Crash Repairs guarantees top-notch service, restoring your vehicle to its former glory in no time. From minor dings to major collisions, our skilled technicians handle it all with precision and care using state-of-the-art equipment and techniques. Rogerstein Crash Repairs saved my car. It looks brand new. Fast, friendly and reliable. I wouldn't trust anyone else with my vehicle. Don't let accidents slow you down. Visit Rogerstein Crash Repairs Adelaide at 14 Penner Avenue, Glind for quality service you can count on. And here's a special offer just for our listeners. Mention this podcast and receive a $100 discount on your repair. Roger Steen Crash Repairs Adelaide. Excellence in every repair. Welcome back to the Game On podcast, five good minutes in the clubhouse. Again, we're probably going to go over five minutes with our next special guest, Wayne Phillips, former test cricketer for Australia, 27 tests, uh, 48 one day internationals, and obviously a legend of South Australian cricket. Welcome, Wayne. Yeah, tense. how are we? Yeah, all good. Thank you for that. Yeah, terrific days, and uh, yeah, the game... Uh, has been very, very good to me and continues to be. That's the important thing. So, yeah, I've been very, very lucky to be involved with it. And, uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's beautiful to be able to uh, uh, reminisce and, uh, yeah, and uh, ensure that uh, all of our listeners uh, just uh, realise how darn good I was. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Uh, Flip, let's go back to junior days, so 17s and 19s. And uh, let's go back to a bus trip where the cool kids sit on the back of the bus and who did you sit with? <laughs> yes, yes, and uh, you're looking to catch up with him tomorrow, actually. Yes. So the great Gregory GMR, Gregory Michael Ritchie, and uh, yeah, Fat Cat, and that was the first time we caught up, and we've uh, continued to be genuine good mates for uh, for such a long period of time. But yeah, the uh, those uh, the the scullywags always sat at the back of the bus, and uh, we uh, I got on and walked down the back seat, and he was already sitting in the back seat already. Uh, yeah, they picked up the Queenslanders first, and there was Fat Cat already, and uh, yeah, we struck a relationship and have maintained it a genuine one, and really do enjoy his company. We will come back to uh, to Greg Ritchie and uh, at a couple of times, various times, Flip. Now you deb- debuted for South Australia seventy seven seventy eight. But it was really the last game of eighty one eighty two where you uh, announced your arrival, one hundred and eleven and ninety one versus Victoria. Yeah, down at Cadinia Park. That's yeah. the uh, yeah. That, it's it's uh, they're doing the refurb of uh, the MCG. So uh, the, the the Sheffield Shield game uh, was played down there at Cadinia Park. So yeah, I was fortunate to get some runs in both. Hey ends. Flipper, was that the Merv Hill Hill on the scoreboard game? Where they put Merv, Merv Hughes deliberately put Merv Hughes up as Merv Hill? Stirring him up. <laughs> no, no, before his time. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, a little bit, uh, yeah, yeah, just before Merv's time. But uh, it was, uh, it was uh, so it's a terrific, you know, to, to watch the footy and tell, you know, people say, oh, yeah, what's that like? I said, well, I've got a first class hundred. That, you know, not, not too many people know about it <laughs> down there at uh, that part of the world. But uh, it, it was, it was tremendous. What, what was it like playing at Cadinia Park? I mean, you don't really see it as a cricket ground. <laughs> 
Is it? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I had a bit of a, a taste of uh, first-class cricket. So, you know, that was fine. I'll get in a game. And, uh, yeah, against Victoria, they're a, a strong side. But, you know, Hooksy is their captain. And uh, and to be playing and, and enjoying it and getting a few runs was just tremendous. Good spot. And then, of course, the next year, 857 runs at 47 with Rick Darling and the great year, 81-82, finally. South Australia, we can't say those words too often, winning the Sheffield Shield. <laughs> Yes, a, a Sheffield Shield win, and uh, that was yeah, that was, it was great. It was a, a really good group that we had together, and uh, we played. And you know, we looked at the, some numbers uh, later in the year, and if we won. You know, but I think we needed to win the last three, and uh, and we'd win the Shield. Well, that's exactly what happened. And uh, yeah, to uh, to be a part of that and to hold that Shield aloft, and uh, and to, uh, to be remembered that way is is pretty special. It's a it, it it's a great. Uh, yeah, great memories, and as I say, Hooksy's leadership was just outstanding, and uh, to grab the shield was was wonderful. Of course, we were struggling on that first day, and a brilliant piece of fielding by Brian Vincent to run Julian Weiner out really changed the game. Yeah, yeah, it does. You know, and those 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 little little um, incidents, episodes, whatever you want to, you know, as they turn out to be highlights. And memorable ones, it's that. And uh, yeah, it, it was, uh, it, it changed the game. That was exactly right. Julian Wheeler was in really good form and was, um, you know, was a tough, uh, was always going to be a great wicket to get. And uh, yeah, brilliant piece of work from Reddy. And, uh, and we just kept going and had the momentum and managed to maintain it. And I will say the uh, Crowey's final shot, uh, sweep shot off the late John Scholes, the ball will end at about a metre away from me. And that, and I was actually always remember that night that uh, Malcolm Dolman actually some I, somehow I got invited into the rooms, which I don't think ever pleased Hooksy too much. Um, but I actually just virtually sat in the corner and hardly said a word, and just had an awesome night. And of course, from there it was to the Grenfell Tavern. Yeah, oh well, yes, you could not go there, and uh, yes, it was uh, it was a. a, a... A pretty lengthy one, um, yes. Yeah, so uh, um, unsure as to which uh, exactly what day I got home, but uh, but we were members of the uh, Sheffield Shield winning team, and uh, and um, you know it, it was just fantastic. Well, we've already had a promise here that Malcolm wouldn't be home for a couple of weeks if uh, SA won a uh, a shield these days. Yeah, I reckon I'm pretty <laughs> I'm pretty safe with that one. Um, <laughs> flip. Yeah, let's go to a famous innings too. You're 260 against Queensland. Uh, now, that was a, an amusing uh, innings for a number of reasons. Well, you look, it, it, it was, um, um, yeah, opening the batting and, and getting some runs here, a good side, uh, um, you know, that, that Queensland side. But, yeah, I was seeing them pretty well and scoring freely. So to uh, to be able to keep keep moving and, uh, and and keep them moving along. Yeah, my, my highest first-class score. I was and, referring uh, yeah, to uh, how crook you were that day, Flip. <laughs> I lost a little bit of weight, and uh, yeah, they, uh, uh, yeah, the uh, seagulls are always very uh, supportive of them and giving them a feed. So that was pretty important. Beth. Yeah, <laughs> I was working on the scoreboard that that game, and that was just Flipper just kept making deposits. He'd hit a four, he'd square cut Rackerman or Dimmick for four, wander out to square leg and make another deposit. Oh, it was sensational. <laughs> yeah, not uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah, it's not ideal that that's how it's remembered that innings. But uh, I guess that if you were there and uh, you knew about it, well, that's exactly what did happen. So no issue at all, mate. <laughs> now, young Australian side, Zimbabwe tour, one hundred and thirty-five in a one-day game. 
Yeah, that was a you know, we had a it was a fantastic side. The the makeup of that side and, and you know it, it was a sensational trip. I mean, you know, not too many people got to uh, got to go to Zimbabwe. You know, they were just starting to emerge as a as a cricket playing nation, and uh, you know, to be a part of that side and to get over there and just see the facilities and and get a feel for what it was that they had. And uh, yeah, um, you know, you mentioned the 130 you know, late uh, late in the tour, so that was. Uh, uh, a very special part of the time and a great memory and uh, yeah playing in in as i say some of those parts of the world and uh, seeing some of the uh, facilities just spectacular place and then the 80, the 234 against tasmania and 83 84 Yes, yeah. Well, I was yeah fortunate enough to uh, uh, to grab another one there, but another, you know, it was just important that we try and win the game of cricket, and uh, yeah, to score freely, and it was, uh, you know, knowing my way around Adelaide Oval reasonably well. I was very confident and, and comfortable playing. So uh, yeah, being able to score quickly and sorry, you know, fluently was uh, was was very fortunate. Now, flip test your test debut. Now, it's fair to say, is it your life ambition? to make sure every single person in the world knows you made a 159 on debut? Uh, well, I've been re... I'm going about it pretty well. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. Very I've well, not ever, Yeah, I've not ever kept it a secret um, <laughs> that, uh, that, that, I, that, that I've managed to get that. It, look, you know, it's just that, you know, some of the ridiculous numbers that come up, you know, 159 and be the start time of a funeral and all those sorts of things. Your daughter it's, did nominate uh, yeah. that, didn't she? <laughs> yes, indeed. So it's a, um, yeah, but uh, you know, to get that hundred and and for it to be so uh, provided me so many opportunities and you know the chances to speak about it and to um, uh, um, just to stretch it out a little bit. But yeah, very very special and uh, yeah, it, it's it, as I say, you know, it it would be wrong of me not to share that information with people. Flip the ironical part about it is probably your greatest test inning since we didn't know as much about it was the 120 odd in Barbados. Yeah, I, I, you know, when, when the, they did a bit of a test, uh, they, they did a bit of history on, it, you know, ranked the the, the greater innings um, at test match level, and, and mine I think was in the top 25 of the um, of uh, Australia innings in, in test match cricket that that 120. And all I say about that is, wow, gee whiz, those other. 24 if the top 25 must have been good uh, because uh, the the 120 was just so you know such a an amazing situation and uh, yeah to be part of that and against that team that lineup that West Indies uh, group that uh, we played against and to get those runs was uh, was very very special it was renowned as one of the best of all time Yes, I'm. Yeah, just so um, you know, to, you know, four four sixes and uh, you know, hitting Marshall Garner holding um, all for six in in an innings was, yeah, it was it was pretty neat. Didn't they uh, put up a warning for spectators outside the ground? Flip that guy. Yeah, dangerous. Yeah, they had to close the street off in Barbados. You know, it was just dangerous for people to be walking. Yeah, you'd have been worried if I hadn't shoved that one in. Flip. Now. Uh, Flip it, wicket-keeping. Now, you were a far better keeper than you gave yourself credit for, I, I think. You know, like, um, you didn't... So you started off a little bit as a keeping. Then you, when you made your debut for Sturt, Russell Vincent was the keeper, so you played purely as a batsman. So you sort of floated back and forth with wicket-keeping nearly your whole career. Do you almost wish you hadn't it, seen, ever seen a pair of keeping gloves? But it, I just wish you'd worked harder at it as well. 
No, no, it was. Um, uh, I mean, you know, I, I I was playing cricket for Australia, and uh, you know, you never ever not going to want to do that. And yes, I had the gloves. Yes, it got pretty tough towards the end, and you know, it was probably not my first choice. But I was getting picked to play for Australia, and uh, yeah, no issue at all. And I I I I'd happily popped them away, the, the the gloves, you know, with the way my batting was going, so things were good. But, you know, they, they wanted a reserve keeper to go on tour here and there and that sort of thing. So I always had that uh, little backup uh, skill, that ability to be able to do it if required. And then the very sadly that the injury to Roger Woolley in, um, in the West Indies um, and uh, I ended up with them and, uh, yeah, inherited them rather than deserved them. Uh, but, yeah, then I thought, well, whilst I've got them, I'll try and make them my own, and uh, and that's what happened. Do you think you should, could have worked harder to keep into spinners? Um, oh, b- probably, but it, it would have been harder. It, it would have been hard to do at that stage. I needed to have done it right through. So I had that, you know, you know 10, 12-year gap where I, I wasn't doing it. Well, then that made it hard to pick it up yeah. and go hard again. Mm. In in 1985, you were selected for the Ashes tour. That would have been a thrill. Amazing trip. I mean, you don't uh, understand the um, um, the what that entails. Um, you know, being a part of an Australian team, going on an Ashes tour to England, and some of the history those that have been before the uh, the relationships that you establish, the the place, the the doors that it opens for you, just amazing. And uh, yeah, it was uh, yeah still one of the great memories. Now the late um, um, her, her Royal Highness uh, Queen Elizabeth, uh, sadly you know no longer with us, but to to meet her at Laws as you do day two, and uh, you know to shake hands. And uh, but my, my great memory was um, you know chatting with um, the late Princess Diana, and uh, yeah, as she was the patron of the Gloucestershire County cricket club and had a lovely function that we were able to you know meet and chat and uh, enjoy and uh, yeah to, to, to chat with her was just wonderful that does bring back a memory which i didn't have dan i reckon you were a young cricketer and played was it for essex on memory uh, no no i i played earlier on i played it uh, yeah, I, I actually had a scholarship at uh, at Lords oh, um, yeah, for the MCC. Right. Yeah, so I was a yeah young professional at the MCC. So I lived at Lords. Uh, yeah, I, I lived above the Lords shop there with Don Wilson, the uh, the, the head coach as he was. And uh, yeah, so to, to live at Lords, have the key to the gate, and all those sorts of things. Nineteen eighty one was was really special. It was a it was a terrific trip and a great opportunity. It gave me great uh, encouragement with the cricket. Uh, Martin Crow was a a member as well on on that trip, so we established a bit of a relationship, and uh, yeah, it was it was wonderful. Hooks, uh, let's go back to your um, your, your one day de- debut. <laughs> Incredible game for so many different reasons. <laughs> uh, Australia, yeah, yeah, across in Pakistan, and uh, yeah, I, I, um, the the game lasted for uh, for exactly six overs. Um, yeah, it was a bit of an issue down at uh, Fine Lake, Australia in the field, and. Um, yeah, Jeff uh, Lawson, the the, uh, the Pakistan uh, enthusiastic Pakistan crowd who just you know lobbed a few uh, 
um, plastic containers over the fence. And so Jeff, uh, in his uh, manner, picked them up and threw them back into the crowd fairly firmly. And uh, that sort of prompted a genuine riot. And then they ran onto the ground. And uh, yeah, we uh, thought this isn't going overly well. And Marshy was um, uh, he was saying, well, I think we should nick off. And so we did nick off. Uh, I thought we'd nick off the ground, but we got off the ground into the bus and home we went. And yeah, so my debut for Australia I didn't did not touch the ball, uh, which was uh, yeah interesting, but wow. yeah, but uh, pretty memorable. Yeah, six overs. <laughs> and then wasn't another situation in India where virtually the the Mahatma coat with Greg got born from? Oh yeah, very much so. Yeah, that was um, um, you know he, he was the um, he was the only person. In the end, um, he, he could not speak the way we are speaking now. He, he was gone into that ridiculous uh, Mahatma Coat uh, um, routine. Uh, version, routine. Yep. Yeah, the, that's how he spoke the whole time. And, um, yeah, we, you know, if you, we wanted something ordered to, you know, order lunch, well, you'd go to Fat Cat and he'd, he'd speak in their language and uh, in, with their mannerisms and, and that's how we got. And he literally got back from the trip and he could not speak um, normal English at the time. So that was the birth didn't of he help the stop, coat. Didn't he help stop a riot with that? Oh, Over very there. much so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he could, yeah, he'd go and speak and, yeah, in, in that language and, uh, yeah, with those mannerisms and calm things. And, yeah, it became an absolute, uh, yeah, that, that was uh, one of his, gen- uh, another of his amazing skills, yes. Um, let's go a couple of serious, serious ways here, Flip. Uh, depression, uh, that side of it, which also probably encompasses Hooksy as well. Oh yes, I mean you know we're uh, yeah I was challenged there with, with a couple of different issues and um, yeah that uh, and yeah I got to a point where I just wasn't um, feeling overly comfortable uh, at all with uh, yeah doing what I would normally do and uh, yeah I was a lot happier being at home in the dark, uh, not playing golf, not catching up with mates, those sorts of things. And it, it really got a bit of an issue. And I, I was very fortunate. I was asked a question by a, a mentor, a, a chap, and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, um, yeah, are you okay? And uh, I was, you know, strong enough to answer it openly and honestly. And, uh, yeah, went and had some research and, and then, you know, had, had, I wasn't brave enough. I was sensible enough to go and have some um, uh, medical assessment and uh, yeah I still take medication for it now and it just it, things have got a bit big on me and uh, now I'm so fortunate that um, you know the, the, that support network is around the place in a much stronger and more available way it's uh, um, it's important that it is and uh, it's genuine and, uh, yes so um, it, but it was a it was a battle there for quite a while yes and you take yourself off to sit with the big photo of Hooksy and that don't you um Oh yeah, very much so. Yes, it was um, um, very much. You know, he, he was a very, very special uh, person. You know, to be standing next to him on the, on the night that, that he ultimately lost his life was uh, was a, a horrible experience. It was uh, yeah, still sends a, a few tingles. But um, you know, I always make a point of going down and seeing him at Adelaide Oval and having a chat with him and letting him know about how the kids and the grandkids and, and things are going and things I think he'd be interested in and. I talked to him and, uh, yeah, he, as I say, he was a tremendous influence. Yeah, certainly a senseless night. It's just impossible mm. to put it any other way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking of Hooksy, mate, you had a uh, record partnership with him in um, 87, 462 runs. That's a great achievement. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was just, it was a, um, 
and and you know the 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 partner you know but we were trying to win a game of cricket that, that was the important thing against Tasmania and um, it wasn't perhaps not their strongest um, you know bowling lineup uh, that they've ever had but you know we were able to score quickly we were able to keep the scoreboard moving we were able to you know they kept reading out these uh, with that boundary that takes them past the record of and you know all those sorts of things so it was just tremendous to uh, to have it recognised Saka was so very very um, uh, privileged I think to have it recognised up in Hooksy's Bar that tremendous photo after the uh, day's play and uh, yeah as I say it's a it's a, spouse, a, a place I get up to quite a bit but all we were trying to do was uh, you know uh, get on and win the game and uh, and uh, that's exactly what we did and uh, yeah to have it recognised that way very very special. Mate to, to, to say that the scoreboard was ticking over you did it in 299 minutes and 80, 84 overs that's, that's a pretty fair effort. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Yeah, we were able to keep scoring and find the boundary fairly regularly, and we didn't have to do too much running. Uh, we did, <laughs> but uh, yeah, to uh, to get to that partnership was just wonderful. Just quietly, neither of you ever looked like remotely getting out. They've been there watching either. <laughs> it certainly wasn't yeah. a worry about go go down the back for a while and come back. We knew you two would still be batting. Um, <laughs> no, it was now, tremendous. Flipper, you were you one bit. You, and it'd be remiss with the Adelaide Uni Footy Club listeners, not to mention Bob Neal, and you certainly enjoyed the whole our uh, stupidity and carry-on and uh, you and that and the slips enjoyed us from the uh, from the scoreboard, under the scoreboard with the whole Bob Neal bit and paging Dr Bob Neal, etc. Yes, indeed. yeah, he was a, a regular and he was well acknowledged and, uh, yeah, gave us a smile out of the middle. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, – he was well regarded and, uh, yeah, he got plenty of mentions. There was no problem with that and it just sort of, yeah, kept uh, kept the smile on your face and just find out what you scallywags are up to was uh, was wonderful. So, no, all good. No, no issue at all there, mate. He was a beauty. And there was one night I actually ran into Justin Langer and Bob Newell and he's actually turned around from in front of us and said, who in the hell is this Bob Newell? Like, <laughs> so Brett Dutchke, who is a listener on the podcast, made it his job the rest of the season. Whenever Langer was walking out to bat, he would page Dr. Bob Neal. And Langer got oh, to the point of walking out to bat, shaking his head at a shield game <laughs> in Queensland as the illustrious Dr. Bob Neal would be paged. Of course, the legend, legend never was a doctor. So. These things happen. No, no, just, yeah, incredible, isn't it? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's the the sort of thing that, uh, you know, the game can provide, does provide, and, and people can enjoy it along with the, the actual playing of, so. Mate, uh, speaking of uh, things that you enjoyed, you had to pinch yourself with Lily and Marshall and Chapel and all the greats there, mate, in the Australian team. Oh, just, you know, to, to, to come into that side and, yeah. uh, you know, that's basically my first series was the last, um, you know, that Pakistan series, the last of, of, of Rod Marsh, Greg Chapel, Dennis Lilly, you know, to be there a part of that and it was basically a farewell tour was the uh, was the trip and uh, it was the, the, the summer and, uh, yeah, the way they went about it and what they brought to the table, what they created for us and the legacy that they provided, just tremendous. And, uh, yeah, so to be a part of that is, uh, is a very special memory indeed. And um, obviously ushering in the, the, the new era of Australian cricket, you, you're a part of that for um, a few tests, is that right? 
Oh, yes, I, I, I think so. You know, the, when you look at some of those ones that, that came through and established themselves, Booney and, um, you know, Jeff Marsh came together, then Stephen Moore, another who came into that side, Simon O'Donnell was a ripper, and, uh, you know, just these, these younger guys, Craig uh, McDermott, and, uh, you know, they established themselves, Merv then came in, and a real character, Booney, as I said earlier. But, you know, that, there was just, you know, some, some real talent that was there, and, you know, then they got together and became a tremendous side. Um, on board of the captain and uh, led them with so well so it was uh yeah uh, great days great memories yeah I'm, you know very very lucky who, who was the biggest practical joker amongst that group oh, that cat nothing no, no issue danger <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah no, no but by daylight no, no issue there at all no competition <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go to a serious one the influence of uh, kenneth george cunningham on your career Oh, yeah, very much so. Yeah, so loyal and, and um, you know, just so genuine and, and so supportive, um, you know, and, uh, you know, it was, uh, I think he, he saw in his eye that I had a little bit of talent and, uh, yeah, he gave me just so much encouragement and, uh, yeah, I was just so fortunate and continue to be supported by him, um, you know, with uh, got me into do some media and all that sort of stuff. So he, he's been a great influence, mate, and, uh, yeah, anything I can do to help him, I do, and uh, make a point of doing that because it was just tremendous. Yeah, no, no issue at all. Now, Pete, you mentioned the king of practical jokes. I'd say uh, certain Wayne Bentley Phillips ranks pretty high in that regard. Now, there was a district game, uh, Sturt playing East Torrens. Uh, East Torrens that week had signed a major sponsorship deal with Dean Southwood <laughs> re non-smoking. So Flipper <laughs> is facing up to the first ball of the game. As the bowler virtually gets into his delivery stride, Flipper backs away, packet of smokes out the pocket, anyone want to smoke? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, there's a, there are a few um, that we had some fun with. I think my, my, the, that was the, it was basically the wife we ended up with. We, I ended up getting the, um, uh, Sam Howard to bowl two overs in a row, which yes. was, uh, yeah, A-grade, you know, first-grade game. That was something that I'd always thought of, like, I wonder if I could get this past the umpires. I've got it to happen. And I was just standing there thinking, I don't know that I can achieve too much anymore. And, uh, yeah, so then the end of that, that was uh, pretty much the end of it. So yeah, That was yeah, the last the... over of the day and the first over of the next day, wasn't it? Correct, yes, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. So that makes it was, sense uh, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. So it was all the plan. We all knew it. The team knew exactly not to ask any questions where they were to stand. And uh, yeah, sure enough, in they came. And yeah, get Salisbury, and uh, yeah, got the two overs in a row. So uh, yeah. Did any was, of the Salisbury uh, guys realise? Um, the captain Harvey Jolly, um, where then the scorer's light was flashing and uh, half came out and wanted to know what's going on. You know, what are we going to do here? Oh, no, I said, well, sorry, oh, I've been playing for years, I've never experienced that before. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, what do we do now? Yeah, so yeah, it was, uh, it was a bit, bit uh, yeah, uh, played in the right spirit, but yeah, not quite any, right. <laughs> any wickets get taken? Uh, no, 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 oh, it's a tragedy, okay. but uh, yeah, so it could have been perfect, but yeah, that's, uh, that was just Anyone else they would have thought was an accident, obviously, with you, Flip, we knew, we knew far better in that regard. <laughs> now, you end of your Australian career, it's a bit bizarre, your last one-day game, you uh, joint man of the match, and uh, give the words what you told uh, a young Steve Waugh as he's come out to bat. Oh, yeah, well, we were chasing, yeah, um, yeah, uh, Whitney Wellington, so, yeah, chasing and a, a, 
it was a tough total. And uh, yeah, we, uh, um, I think uh, Stephen came out and we were needing eight or ten and over or something. It was, yeah, crazy. And uh, yeah, I said to him, with your youth and my talent, uh, we'll get these with uh, two overs to spare. And that's exactly what happened. So yeah, we, he, he wrote it in his book, unfortunately. It wasn't ideal, but yeah, we uh, we, we got them and uh, yeah, it was re- remembered that way. So and uh, yeah. I think there's a career in motivational speaking for you, mate. <laughs> I wonder. Of course, and your week after the uh, 400, and we better not miss this one out, Flip. Your week after the 462 runs, you uh, you hit a couple in the middle in the McDonald's Cup final. Yes, yeah, down there in uh, in Hobart, of course, and uh, yeah, against Tassie. So to to win that game and to win the McDonald's Cup was uh, was a beauty for South Australia. So um, yeah, great. It was one of the um, great uh, mess ups of of Hooksy's of Hooksy's yes. time, unfortunately. Um, yeah, when the, he did the, um, um, yeah, so did the, yeah, the, the, uh, the, the presser before the game. Yeah. The, no, I think the question he was asked by one, um, yeah, what's it going to be like? You know, um, yeah, I think with 14,000 people, how good is that going to be? Yeah. Hooksy. Yeah. 14,000 people, 28,000 heads. Yeah. That's going to be great. And uh, yeah, it didn't go down overly well. And uh, yeah, they remembered it the next day. Don't worry. <laughs> And we, uh, Glenn Bishop got 100 in that game, and then you creamed him with 70-odd not out at the end. Yes, yeah, got a few at the end. So, yeah, that got us to the score. That, you know, gave us plenty enough to uh, to be able to uh, uh, set a challenge for, for Tassie. And, uh, yeah, they, they just wouldn't be able to get the chase done. So we held on. And, uh, yeah, that, that, that terrific, terrific win and terrific memory, that one, uh, yeah, holding that uh, trophy aloft. Bob Simpson, the word. Bob Simpson, no, it was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, was appointed the coach of the uh, the, the Australian team, and um, the, the, I, I, he saw it necessary that some changes needed to be made, and not, you know, with not attitude, but with personnel and style and all that sort of thing. And yeah, there are a few that, uh, um, you know, probably went about it in a way that he didn't necessarily agree with. So yeah, he, he had to make some tough decisions, and uh, and that's what happened. And yeah, there there were some changes in the uh, the Australian lineup, and uh, yeah. Um, the back of that that was the uh, that was the end unfortunately so yeah, you uh, and, so uh, be it you and greg were probably never going to be his cup of tea <laughs> well you know that that uh, yeah he, he he saw some uh, necessity for some different uh, style of play and some some different attitude of and of, um, of uh, discipline and that sort of thing so that that was the reasoning behind it i'm sure and then uh, coaching the redbacks and course you wonder why there was any ever problems you you got the you got us into the final eight there was no problems I would have thought <laughs> Yeah, they were a terrific time. Yeah, ultimately, not not a, a huge amount of success to uh, to, <laughs> to, to, uh, to to relate to. But as I say, uh, you know, just just terrific. And uh, yeah, those they great relationships we've established, and some great memories, and uh, some great times. And uh, yeah, it was another lovely little chapter in, in my time with the game. All right, I'll give you a serious one. You your carte blanche. You can do anything to South Australian cricket. At the moment, what would you do to make our Shield team competitive? Oh, gee, um, I thought. Um, well, I'd, I'd, I'd. Um, well, what I'd do is I'd drop, I'd drop uh, Travis Head and Alex Carey from the Australian side. Yeah, come on, I want a serious answer, Flip. 
Look, I'd love to try and toughen up uh, grade cricket a little more yeah. if I could. And, yeah, whatever. Now, I know that there's some talk of that uh, going to happen and, and will happen, but let's see how that plays out. But I just I just don't know that, that, that uh, Premier grade cricket is, is providing the the... the, the firm competition that we need it to do to get our players right and ready for shield cricket. It's, yeah, I'm not sure about this, the proposed, you know, Div 1, Div 2 almost and how that's going to work. Are state players going to have to play in Div 1, etc. Look, it's one thing, it was Hooksy's idea to go for district cricket 11 to 6 o'clock, let's play shield hours. And I think we all thought, yeah, yep, you can see that. But it wasn't really thought of the flow-on effect of, right, the older guy, 30, 31, 32, stopped playing grade cricket and it has Ooh. become a younger one and it has lost that competitive edge. You know, you think back to when you started, Flip, you know, KG, Bob Blewett, Clacker Clark, right. you know, yeah, yeah. Trevor Pearce and Barry Corsby. There was tough nuts. It was, it was a, you know, I scored for Kenzie back in those days and it was a, it was a bloody tough competition. Very much so. Yeah, I, I played. You know, my first Shield game. Uh, we started a tiny bit late because we waited for the Australian players to come back from Australian duty to to be part of that side. Their plane was delayed, but Gary Cozier and Ashley Mallet both played in that game. Um, yeah, Australian Test match players playing great cricket. Which yeah, you used to regularly have that. Like a game against Glenelg, you'd play in, and Greg used to play three, four, five district games a year. And it was, Very you, much as so. a young kid, yeah. it was a great education. Tremendous. Yes, exactly right. And I just don't know that that's presenting itself to them um, as, uh, you know, as uh, as, uh, as of today. And that's, uh, yeah, that's the pest. So, yeah, so, something needs to be done. I don't know that, I don't think there's a, a short, quick, brief answer, but we need to be certainly trying to uh, ensure that the uh, the quality of play is there and, and doing what it needs to do. One of my other pet hates is we the Big Bash started and it was a golden goose ticket. Like if you'd said you were going to sell out Adelaide Oval for domestic cricket, yeah, would have put you in the asylum uh, convention sort of thing. And then they killed the golden goose by just playing. The Big Bash seems to go for for you know it's like Blue Hills never finishing, and that's from a cricket. That's from a cricket nut. I just think they just killed the instead of making it a must have and a must go. It's become a yeah, I might go. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yes, yeah. The, you know the, the the longevity of of, of it is uh, yeah. He's, he's asking a few questions, isn't it? The relevance of it, and uh, yeah, yeah. It's a um, um, look. It's a terrific product, but I don't quite know what it's doing for. Uh, as we're saying, you know, the, the question was about um, getting South Australian cricket and making sure it's sharp and hard and firm and doing what it needs to do. Well, there's some questions of the whole game being asked. Okay, best players played with. Against that sort of things, best oh, bowlers faced hardest um, bats, all that sort of side of things. Yeah, well, the, the, the you know that that West Indies side to play against them was uh, was wonderful, and um, you know so you look at some of those names and you know those that have been knighted due to their uh, contribution to the game of cricket. You know, so that they were just fantastic. I mean, you know, you just run down through that 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 West Indies eleven, and uh, you know you look at some of the great players that have ever played the game. So uh, yeah, to be a part of that. Um, 
uh, Rod Marsh, obviously, Greg Chappell, another, Dennis Lilly, another brilliant, Alan Border to play with those. I mean, you know, they're, they're just, you know, special against Imran Khan, um, Wazim Akram, you know, uh, yeah, there, there's no, and then go back to England, um, you know, Ian, uh, Ian Botham, David Gower, um, all of those sorts of guys. It was just, yeah, Bob Willis, you know, all, all, all that. Yeah, you're just so darn lucky, mate. And, uh, yeah, great names and great contributors to the game. Mate, uh, we talk about playing uh, all, with all those great players and obviously your achievements. We'd be doing a disservice if we didn't mention the uh, 159 again. Um, <laughs> no, I was a bit dark. We got the cricket on in the background here and Labashane played and missed on 153. Do you think I was I was hoping he'd nick that to let you know that you still had him covered? For... <laughs> uh, mate, did I... <laughs> Did I uh, read somewhere or hear somewhere that there's a petition circulating trying to get the Adelaide Oval changed to Phillips Field? Uh, yeah, that's been a massive push, uh, I understand, from one person. Uh, that uh, you know, I don't think it's quite caught on as I'd hoped, but uh, yeah, so we can have a bit of fun with that. And uh, yeah, it's a, it, it's got a nice, you know, it's got a nice tone to it. It's got a nice feel to it. I think. Oh, so we'll see what happens. Now, yeah. Flip, there was one thing I'm very glad Pete brought that up because it reminded me. Now we've just had the national draft occurred, and a certain Wayne Bentley Phillips is probably one of, if not the main reasons, why the draft system got changed. Go for that and explain everything what happened, Flip. Oh, oh, sorry, no, I, I just, um, no, no, well, I was a little bit bored and, um, yeah, didn't have a lot to do, so, uh, yeah, just nominated myself for the AFL draft, yeah, got through the first, yeah, didn't quite, uh, didn't get picked up, but, uh, yeah, got uh, some lovely letters from yeah. the AFL and, uh, and... Didn't you uh, put the wide wingman and could boundary umpire at the same time, Morfordville Park <laughs> C grade or something? I was going to say, how many SNFL games uh, are we up to? None. No. <laughs> How many A grade games are we up to? <laughs> so, just very, very poor. Yeah, it was uh, just a, a quiet time in the days at SGIC and needed a letter. So, yeah, yeah, got it done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what made you think? Gotta... What made you think right, of that? Sorry. Oh well, I had nothing to do. So yeah, I saw okay. that, and yeah, thought that it might be worth, uh, uh, might be worth um, having a, a bit of a run out. I've got to wrap it up, boys. <laughs> yes, as I said, uh, don't worry about the practical jokes from uh, Greg Ritchie. Where Flipper was well and truly in, con- in contention. <laughs> hey, Flip, greatly yeah, appreciated, mate. No troubles at all, guys. No worries. Always good to chat, and uh, yeah, I hope that uh, those that uh, do have a listen get a bit of a smile out of it. It's been very good to me. Thank you very much, mate, and uh, we might touch base with you once again uh, in, in a little while. And well played on your role with the Veterans Carnival last week too, oh, Flip. Yes. Thanks for that. Well done. Great no result, South Australia as well. South Australia. Wonder, you know, we had the girl, we had the, the strikers on uh, and that, and South Australia, you know, winning Div 1 and Div 2. For a week, we were the dominant cricket state. Yeah, wouldn't it be great if we can get it happening on a regular basis? Beautiful, yes. boys. Sounds like Thanks, Thanks, mate. See you now. Bye. And, mate, we've just had uh, Flipper uh, on for a fantastic interview that I don't think I've stopped laughing the entire time. Oh, he is a very funny man. Look, lucky enough to have spent a fair bit of time with Flipper over the years. And, yeah, glad that I remembered the draft. Uh, the, story, the, the yes. Story, the bit at the end, because it's, uh, it's not often that you get Wayne a little bit tongue-tied, so I'm quite happy to n- notch that one up on the belt. In- enjoys his golf, uh, which we briefly talked about before we uh, started the interview. But uh, as a cricketer, you don't get any much. You don't get much better than uh, Flipper. Oh, look, Flipper's one of the great left-handers. Yes. You know, Phillips, Hooks, Lehman, 
you know, it's uh, we've been blessed in that way. Flipper was sublime timer of the ball, and just yeah, very very funny. Man. Played in the golden era of uh, of of cricket. Um, mentioning some of those names, and obviously. Uh, you know, uh, through England and the West Indies and obviously Australian cricket was just amazing. And we've got some serious side as well. Absolutely.